For unto you shall all the gathering of the people be. Thank you for the blessing to be gathered before your presence. We have gathered unto you, not unto any man, but unto you alone. Therefore, we stand before your presence and we declare our gratitude to you. Thank you for all the testimonies, all the strange happenings in our midst. Father, we stand before your presence and we say thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name forever. Thank you for the opportunity to receive your word. Let your word come forth in power and authority. Touch my tongue with a coal of fire. Let me speak a word in season. Let the lives of your people be blessed. Move your people from one level to the other. He said, the word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. He sent forth his word to heal. Let your word bring spiritual healing, psychological, emotional, mental healing to your people in the name of Jesus. Let your word perform its work in our lives. And let everyone be blessed today before we leave here. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord today. It's a great Sunday morning. Hallelujah. Don't forget, we are in a month of love. And I'm sharing with you the topic of my sermon today is loving ourselves. Our sister Matt read some powerful scriptures to us from Luke 10, 25 through 37 and 1 John 4, um, 20 to 21. Your greatest desire as a child of God, please, should be a person of love. And we must do everything possible to ask for God to help us to walk in love. I mean to love God and to love your fellow man. I think we have given so much explanation about love. But let me just share briefly with you from 1 Corinthians 13 how important love is. 13 from verse 1 through 13. 1 Corinthians 13. Now if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels. It talks about languages of angels and languages of men. Tongues of men, tongues of angels. Heaven have a way of communication. The language they speak in heaven is not the language we speak here. So if you are, I'm even on this earth and I speak the languages of heaven, but I don't have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I don't have love, I'm just like this, so I'm making just unnecessary noise. Roll. If I have the gift of prophecy and can phantom, I can look at you and I can phantom all kinds of mysteries and I can give you ditto, ditto. Before your mother met your father, I can tell you everything. How your mother disappointed your father and what your father did didn't do well before you were born. The day your father met, I can tell you everything and I can, and people will shout from back, you are a prophet. He said, if I can phantom mysteries and I can give all kinds of prophecies, accurate prophecies, and all knowledge, I have read books, I have information, I can talk. The people that when you see them, you hear them talk, you can see that these people are knowledgeable. I can talk. There are people who can talk like that. Yeah. Talk. Talk. I'm talking about talk. They have read. They have all kinds of information. They can speak well. And if I have faith, that can move mountains. If I have the power and the faith to make all these people to be healed. And I can move mountains, but I have no love. I am useless. I am nothing. So it is not the giftings and your ability. So please. What, the way God sees you is beyond, you see, the, the level that God wants you to walk in is not the level you are looking for. Many of us want to prophesy. Many of us want to do all kinds of strange things. We want to have faith that can, Bible says, if you have all these things and you don't have love, you are not, your prophecies are useless. You, your, your, what, what 
Whatever you do, who you are, your knowledge, your information, your traveling, you go here and they are useless without love. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to flames, but have no love, I gain nothing. He said, if I give myself, I give myself to you, I'm going to die for you, and I give all that I possess to the poor, and yet, I don't, because you can give things to people without love. Sometimes you can give things to people for just for fame. Just for popularity. People do things based on so many reasons. If I give all that I possess to the poor and send my body to the flames, but have no love, I gain nothing. So love is deep. Love is not only what most of the time we talk about love is giving. Yes, it's true. But the, the, the idea, the motive behind the giving should be genuine. If you are giving anything to God in the church and the motive is not love, genuine love, but just to make a show off. You are helping someone, you are assisting someone just to show off. Then there's a problem. So you can give without even still loving. Am I making sense? Yeah. Yeah. You can give yourself to be burned. Jesus could have given himself out without love, but for popularity. Yeah, that's a man who gave himself. No, no, no. It's genuine and deep love. Then he tries to explain what love is. He said, if you love me, you'll be patient with me. He said, love is what? Patient. How many of you are patient? Many of us, we are not. It means that your love needs healing. He's trying to explain love. He said, love is what? Patient. If you love your wife, you love your husband, you'll be patient with him or her. If you love me, you'll be patient with me. If I love you, I'll be patient with you. Love is patient. And he said, love is kind. If you love me, you'll be very kind. You'll be good to me. We are very wicked to ourselves very unreasonable very wicked if you love you know envy sometimes people smile with you and recommend you but they are envious of you oh this your car is nice but it's not from the heart he smiles the face front in the head <laughs> so strong. two faces at the same time it does not boast if you love if you operate in love you never boast you know, be boastful. I am this. You make everybody to look small. There are people who are like that. When they are with you, they want to make you useless. I am this. I am that. No, 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 no. It is not proud. It is not rude. If you love, you not be rude to me. If I love, you'll not be rude to you. It is not self-seeking. If you love me, you not seek only for yourself. He's trying to explain love to us. If you love me, you not only think about yourself, think about me as well. This is love. It is not easily angered. If you love me, you will not be easily angry with me. The listen I do makes you... Hey. If you are here, you say you love your husband or your wife, you love someone, and the person easily makes you angry. Check your love. The people that even when they cough, it angers some people. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of what? In other words, what is the, the person that you say you love will offend you. But when the person offends you, don't keep records of them. Some of us may not have the book to write them, but the books are in our heads, in our minds. We can remember. One day I was talking to somebody. It was awful. 16 years ago. I said, where's your book? He said, everything is here. <laughs> the man said, I can remember from the first day I met this woman. I said, wow. Love does. If you love me, I will offend you, but please don't keep them in your hearts. Love keeps no records of what? Of wrong. He said, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. I was explain that to you later because of time. Rome, it always protects 
love if you love me you protect me if you love me you will protect you will not expose me yeah yeah many of us expose ourselves easily why have i confided in you it's between the two of us and you go and tell another person even if you have seen i've done something wrong why should you go and tell are you destroying me or you're protecting me as the person do you destroy me or you always protect me most of them we don't protect we destroy did you see that girl it's always protect always trust yeah i know you have you have some ways you are not too correct but i trust you i know you change small small trust doesn't mean that you trust blindly no that word trust means that the person is perfect no 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 no. love trust doesn't mean that the person is perfect no or the person does everything right but you have the hope that that person will change to become a better person that's what it means always hopes something better will come out and all the young girls and the young women here who are looking for men and women to marry. If the person's level is not too good, have hope. Oh. Oh. Those of you who are looking for, Abindada. I was talking to one guy who is a mason working for the church. And he told me, also, when I was going to marry my wife, my wife took me to the aunties and all that at East Legon. And when I got to the house, I was so shocked the way they received and treated me. And I said, hey, where have you brought me? He said, no, just relax. Then she said, the aunties and the uncles came out. I mean, well-educated people and all that. They asked, the, the guy is missing, working for the job. He said, they did not ask me the work I do. Because I, I wanted to explain to them. I was thinking of what to tell them. But they didn't ask me anything. They listen to what he said. He said, the only thing that they asked me, or, I mean, they told me was that, please, are you a hard-working person? And he said, yes, sir. He said, then very good. All that I need from a man is for him to be a hardworking person. Because if a man is a hard, he's not a lazy person. He's hardworking and loves a wife. He can do well, no matter his job and career. He can do well and take care of his home, his wife, and his children. So that's all. Hardworking. You don't need a professor. He will professor you. You don't need a TikTok man. One day he will slap you. You need a man who will love you and man who is a hard-working person. I pray that that grace will come on us in Jesus' name. Amen. Bro, love never fails. Yeah, if you truly love, it will never fail you. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be still. They will stop. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Everything will go. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when perfection comes, the imperfection disappears. When I was a child, I taught like a child. When I taught like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put away childish things behind me. Or childish way behind me. Now, we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. Look at the verse 13. Can we read together one to go? And now these three things remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is what? Wow. Three things remain. Faith. Hope. Love. How many of you know that you need faith? Yeah. You need hope. But the Bible said the greatest among all this is what? It's love. From today, may you receive the grace to be a loving person in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that is in you that doesn't make you to love, that thing is quenched from today in the name of Jesus. Tell the person, I receive the grace to love. I receive the grace. Tell the person, I receive the grace to love you. 
So you can never be a Christian without love. That's, a, that's the simplest way. You can never be a true Christian and a genuine Christian without being a loving person. And please, your greatest desire should be to love God and to love your fellow man. Loving God must flow to other men. That's very much important. If you really, really want to be a loving person, please make sure you don't only love God, but you also love your fellow man as well. Because the person we are all trying to become is a man of love. We want to, we want to have Christ-like living. The one you want to become like is a loving person. No matter your state, no matter your level, no matter who you are, he's a loving person and he loves everyone. In Mark chapter number 2, the verse 13 through 17. Let's look at that scripture. Mark 2, 13 through 17. He said, once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him and he began to teach. Talking about the love of Jesus. He walked along. He saw Levi, son of Ephor, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him. And Levi got up and followed him. And don't forget, in those days, the Jewish people see the, 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 the tax collectors as worse sinners. Because this is how the Romans did it. The Romans appointed them as collectors to collect the tax from the people for them. But before they will collect the tax, the Romans will collect the money from the tax collectors first. So, if you are supposed to pay one CD, the Roman government will collect one CD in advance. They will pre-finance the Roman government. Then, the onus lies on you, the tax collector, to collect your money back. So, for the sake of their profits, what they do is that they charge four times. So, one CD that they pay to the Roman government, you will pay four CD. That's how they did it. And because their money is already in, they will do everything possible to collect the money from you. Even if you are sick, you will pay. Even if you are, you are doing funeral, you will still pay. So the Jew, I mean the Jews saw them as very wicked and as great sinners. And that's true. Because, I mean, this guy also said the same thing. Zacchaeus. He said, Lord, if you have even cheated anybody, I give her how many times? He said four times. Because they cheated the people four times. So they give one city to the Roman government and charge the people four times. They were all thieves. But this is the kind of people that Jesus spoke to. Listen to what he said. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples. For there were many who followed him. I want to see how deep the love of this man is. When the teachers of the law who were Pharisees saw this, um, um, him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors? Hallelujah. And ta- I mean, when you want to become like this man, you don't select people to be with them. The love of Christ makes you to love everybody, no matter who the person is. Then look at what the scripture says. Luke 19. And many of us who are very selective, be very careful. There are people you don't talk to. There are people you don't greet. Because of the way they are. You are nice to people because they are driving. You are nice because they appear. Even though it is the way you dress is how you are going to be addressed. But please don't allow people's appearance to deceive you. Because sometimes appearance can be very deceitful. People can dress well, but... Hey, so that's what we have seen, eh? God help us. For the son of man came to seek and to save what was what? He came for sin. Romans 5 8. Said, For God the most loved about that while we're yet sinners. This is a man of love. He was not selective. The love of Christ was not what? And is still not selective. So stop being selective about your love. Because sometimes the people you are despising, the people you don't love, you don't regard, you don't know who they will become tomorrow. That is the God kind of love. 
So Jesus is a man of love and we must always learn to follow that steps in Jesus' holy name. In Matthew chapter number 22, the verse 34 through 40. Look at what the scripture says there. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees and the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your what? And with all your and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is love your as yourself. So you can never love God without loving your it's not possible. You can't Anybody who says, I love God, but I hate my friend, I hate my neighbor, you are a liar. And look at the verse 40. And all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all the heart. And whatever it is. And love your friend, your neighbor, as yourself. So if you say you love God, it is demonstrated in your love for your neighbor. Your love for God is reflected in your love for the other man, the person you say you love. You see, Jesus even makes it very worse and very terrible. Look at what Jesus said about this kind of love in Matthew chapter 5, 43 and 48. Listen to what he says. Loving ourselves. He said, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your... That's from the Old Testament. But I tell you, love your what? So who are you supposed to love? How many of you have enemies here? You have enemies. Let me see your hand up. Now some of you even sitting, your enemies even in the church here. He's in the church, same church here. Jesus makes it so terrible. Talking about loving us. He said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Row. That you may be sons of your father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? That's what most of us we are doing. We love those who love us. But God wants us to love the people who does not even love you. One day, one man of God said something. He said, the grace that God has given to me, the people who hate me are the people I love most. That thing touched my heart. He said, God has given me all the gifts, the nine gifts. He said, the people that who hate me are those I love most. Many of you, the, the worst thing the person can do is to just make a small mistake. You will not talk to the person forever. Some of you. How much more? My enemy. Hey! As I said, you are just remembering all the enemies. <laughs> From today, receive the grace to show love to your enemies in the name of Jesus. What reward would you get? Are not even the tax collectors do the same? Even sinners love those who love them. Is that also? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you more than the others? If you, he said, if you greet those who greet you. And me, I've decided. If I greet you and you don't respond, I will not greet you. It's greeting by force. It's not by force. Go your way. You, if I greet you and you don't respond, change from today in the name of Jesus. So if I, if I greet you, why should I? After all, who is he? Who is she? It's not what you want to do. It is what Christ wants you to do. You show the Christ light to the person. You don't love me. I want to show you love. You don't love me. I know you hate me, but I want you to know that I love you. I will do things that will prove to you that I'm not like the way you think. Amen. If you greet those, do not even pay guns. Do that. You see, 
Look at it. See, what makes you different from the others? The world is that we do things that the worldly people cannot even do. Because the worldly people can never greet those, I mean, who doesn't greet them. When they greet you once, you don't respond after all. Who are you? Do I eat in your house? Are you the one who takes care of me? Snob you. That's unbelievers. But in Christ, even if the person is poor and you are rich and you greet the person, the person doesn't even respond. Jesus said, continue on to greet. My brother, how are you? Front your face, I don't care. God bless you. Next time. I will show you something that ordinary people cannot show. That is the Christ character, Christ behavior. That's Christ. As you live here, all the people you are fighting with, all the people you are quarreling with, all the people you see as your enemies, take the phone. Call them. In the name of Jesus, I love you with the love of the Lord. Oh dear, men, amen, I love you with the love of the Lord. Please forgive me whatever has happened. Even if the person is at fault, please forgive me whatever happened. I mean, let brotherly love prevail. God bless you. This makes you like Christ. It is a year of Christ-like living. We are doing things which is abnormal to the world, but it's wisdom in the things of God. Receive the grace to do things which is abnormal. That will bring glory to God in the name of Jesus. Oh, I said that will bring glory to God in the name of Jesus. Say to yourself, I receive the grace to demonstrate the Christ-like life. Yeah. Many of, how many of you are perfect here? Yeah. But does Christ still love you? Yeah. And he wants you to do You will never find perfect human beings. That's what, that's what Christ wants us to do. In Philippians 3, I think from verse 2, Paul said, not that I've been, I've been made perfect. We are not perfect. We are all trying perfection. We are all believing God for God to make us perfect. Even in the midst of your imperfection, the man still loves you. Mr. Perfecto, Mrs. Perfecto. Not that I have already obtained or, or have already been made what? No, we are all pressing on to get to the goal. We are all pressing to live right. We are all pressing to think right. We are all pressing to behave right. We are all pressing on. Listen to this. When Paul was speaking, in comparison with Jesus and the church, go with me to Ephesians chapter number 5, the verse 25. Let me show you a scripture there. How imperfect you are. Talk about the husband and the wife. Ephesians 5. Now, husbands, love your what? As Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Is the church perfect? Oh, do we have a perfect church? But does Christ love us? Yeah. So, even in, he said, the wife you are married is not perfect. Your wife is not 100%. He said, but the way Christ has loved you, the way you are a sinner, you used to be you used to sin. Even now, you say you're a Christian, you are still sinning small, small. He said, He's still, He has not, God has not given up on you. Why do you give up on your wife? Show the same love among yourselves. Show the same love. Listen to me. Nobody marries a perfect man, nobody marries a perfect woman. Learn to understand the weakness of each other and help yourself to work your way out of it. In the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. May God give us the grace to love imperfect people. Because we ourselves, we are not what? Perfect. Hallelujah. From today, all those who have been pointing hands. This person is this, this person is that. In Jesus' name, stop. And that person dressed that way. And that person behaved that way. And that person did that. Sometimes the things we accuse people of, we are even worse than that. Hallelujah. May God give us that grace in Jesus' name. I said, may God give us that grace in the name of Jesus. If you think you love God and hate your fellow human beings, please, you are deceiving yourself.
Now let me share with you how do I prove my love for other people or how do I show my love to the person next to me that anybody I come in contact, I love them. How do I go about it? Number one, treat people as yourself. Treat people or treat others as yourself. How you treat people is a reflection of your love for God. Is that in Luke chapter number six, the verse 31, Luke 6, 31, and we'll come back to Matthew 7, 12, Luke 6, 31. This is what it says. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you really, really want to show love to people, treat them the way you want to be treated. If you don't want to be talked to in a rough way, know how you talk to people. Know how you relate, the way you respect yourself, respect people like that. The way you want to be honored, the way you want to be respected. Very much important. If you really want to show love to people, you show it by the way you treat them. In Matthew 7, verse 12. Give me that scripture. So in everything, do to others what you would have them to do for you. For this sums up the law and the what? The prophets. Do unto others what you expect them to do for you. The way I'm treating this person, if I was treated in that way, how would I feel? The way I'm talking to this person, the way I'm gossiping about this person, if it was done to me, or if it were done to me, how would I feel? The way I'm treating my wife, the way I'm treating my husband, the way I'm treating this, my friend, if I was treated in that way, how would I feel? If you really want to show love to me, if I want to show love to you, I must treat you the way I want to be treated. This is love. This is love. This is love. Love treats people as themselves. Many of us, we think we are better than others. We want to do things against people, but we don't want the same thing to be done against us. <laughs> if you don't want people to talk to you in a bad way, don't talk the same way to other people. Always ask yourself what I'm doing or what I'm saying about this person. If it is done to me, how will I feel? How many of you have offended people before? Great. How many of you want people to forgive you the, of- the offenses you offend them? God bless you. How many of you have been offended by people? How many of you people have offended by you are still not forgiven? So the same thing is going to be done to you. <laughs> if you want to be forgiven, then you must all do what? How you want to be treated, treat people the same. And it's, 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 let me tell you, that this is a very powerful key. I'm telling you. That will change your destiny and your life in your work with God. Treat people well. Treat people well. As yourself. From now, whatever you, whatever you are treating people, you are dealing with people, be careful. Be careful the way you are dealing with them. Because whatever you are doing to them, and please don't forget. Don't forget this. Please listen to me. Whatever you are doing to people, listen to me. People will do it to you. It's just a matter of time. It will be done to you. The moment you begin to talk about other people, God touches somebody's heart also to talk about you. I don't know whether it's God or Satan. Forgive me. I'm not too sure. Yeah. The, the moment you begin to undermine people, you set the pace for your life also to be undermined. The moment you step into somebody's life to destroy the person, you set the pace for others to set into your life to destroy you. I'm telling you. In Galatians chapter number 6, verse 6 and 7, listen to what it says. Is that anyone who receives instruction in the word must share all good things with the instructor. Look at the verse 7. Can we read together? One to go. Do not be deceived. 
God cannot mock. A man reaps what he sows. Simple. If you really want to show love to me, if you want to show love among ourselves, let's treat each other the way we want to be treated. Simple. The moment you begin to do that, you are demonstrating and you are showing love. Number two. How do I show love to my brother my sister? You will not be critical about their mistakes. Hmm. You will not be critical about their mistakes. As Paul said in Philippians 3.12, he said, nobody is perfect. Nobody. It's only Christ. We are all desiring God for us to become perfect. And please, whether you like it or not, one or the other, somebody will offend you. Somebody will do something against you. Somebody will do something which is not right. But let's be very careful about the way we talk about people who does wrong. Sometimes how we, be, we sit in the judgment seat and judge people and become critical. Yeah. Critical. Critical. Judgmental. If you really want to show love, don't be critical about people. And don't be critical about their mistakes, their sins, and their shortcomings. And don't be too critical. Many of us are too critical. Too, too, too critical. About people's... It's as if what people have done, we have never done that before. And sometimes, Jesus one day spoke to the people and said to them, before you move the speck in somebody's eye, make sure you remove the timber. That's how the Bible puts it. The timber in your own face, so that you can see clearly. Your own is timber. And you're talking about somebody's uh, aunt's own. And as I said, sometimes the things we accuse people so much of, we accuse you of the same thing. So don't be too critical about the mistakes of people. If you really want to show love, or be a dear, somebody does something wrong, the way sometimes we pick and talk about it, and this person did this, and that person did that, and that person did this. Hey. Galatians 6, 1 and 2. Look at what it says. Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. Do what? But watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. Verse 2. Come here together. One to go. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. What's the law? Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Carry each other's burden. So somebody's problem is your problem. When Saul died, Saul was looking for David to kill him. But when Saul died and David was told that Saul is dead, the guy who even came to tell David, oh, I've killed your enemy for you. The one who wanted to kill him, I've killed him. He said, were you not even afraid to stretch your hand against God's anointed? Kill him! And listen to what David said. He said, tell it not. Even though my enemy is dead, but tell it not in gaff. The daughters of Philistine will hear and they will rejoice. Tell it not. Tell it not. We don't broadcast our weaknesses, our mistakes. Somebody does something wrong. Somebody offends you. Everybody will hear that somebody has offended you. Tell it not. Let's bear each other. Let's bear each other. Let's pay each other. Let's pay each other in our weaknesses. Talk to the person. Pray for the person. Wish the person well. Don't broadcast. Look at us. Carry each other's burden. There are people that there are certain things they are doing. They don't want to do them all. Just with your support will help the person to be able to get out of that situation. But instead of us to help, we rather destroy people. Talking about among ourselves at your workplace. You're talking about people in your office, everywhere, in your house, wedding, what can If you say something you don't say, go and be go and be journalist. Even journalists know everything they say. Tell person from today. Help me in my weaknesses and in my mistakes. Tell person, don't sell me, don't sell me. 
Don't sell me. Tell person, when I offend you, don't go and sit at the radio station and broadcast me and broadcast me everywhere. Broadcast me. Broadcast me. May God help us. I said, may God help us. Please learn not to be critical about that. Because of time, let me just share the last one with you. If you want to demonstrate love to the person, you must always learn to tell the truth to them. Ephesians 4, 14 and 15, then jump to 25. Tell the truth to people. You tell the truth to people you say you love. I should have started from verse 11, but forgive me. Then we no longer be infants taught back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in what? Yeah. So whenever love is at work, truth is also working. You can never say you love me whilst you are lying to me. That's it. We need men and women who be truthful. Truthful to your wife. Truthful to your husband. Truthful to your workers. To your, the, your neighbor. The people you come truthful. Let you be identified. That even when there is an issue, people must know that, hey, where do you be signed? Do you have a kind of crew? Let, I see your life must be identified with truth. That when people, there's an issue and they call you, say, I asked for this one day. He, he or she will say the, the thing the way it is. John verse 25. Therefore, each of you must put off what? Falsehood and speak truthfully to his neighbor. As a person, how many times have you lied to me? You, can, you are remembering all the people you have lied to. And especially those of you, me. You have lied to me several times. Why did you come to church? All kinds of lies. Mercy. Kinds of lies. May God help us. Now, truth is in two ways. Be truthful to people about issues. So when you are dealing with people, you must always learn to be truthful with them. If the thing is red, say it is red. Don't say it is black. I told you somebody was selling me a shoe. And I know the person. person oh, because you're a pastor. So for, this shoe is 3.5. But because you're a pastor, I'll give it to you 1.5. Straight from Italy. So buy. I bought the shoe that time. I came to church. I was so excited. And whenever I buy new things, I always want to show so when I'm preaching, I'll be lifting my leg like this. Ah, I wore the shoe. The next Sunday I came to church, I was preaching. I lifted my leg. And the shoe, the mouth opened like this. So I went and sent it to the shoemaker. So, so this one is Kumasi made. It's not Italian. Kumasi made. Italian Kumasi. Yes, Italian Kumasi. Lies. Always telling lies among ourselves. Those of you who have been doing businesses. Tailors. Hey! Because I'm you when you tell us who hairdressers, seamstresses, carpenters, wrong calculation. If you're a carpenter and you come to work for me and you are living, I will set you, I'll set your hair. Because <laughs> they put some of the nails in their hair and they just. <laughs> if every day you put 10 in your hair, you go home. One month you get them one box. Set your. I'm there. I'm there. Otherwise, you have big money, but you're able to do just little. I'm telling you, I'm monitored. Tell be truthful. Be truthful. Can you please help me with our apology? Tell the person with our apology. I beg you from today. Let the lies see small. And learn to be truthful. Amen. Now, so truthful about issues. Number two, the second dimension of truth is that you must be truthful to the person's situation. When somebody is doing something wrong, please be bold enough and tell the person the truth. 
There are people that who feel shy. They are not bold enough to tell their friends that what they are doing is wrong. Even when the thing is wrong, they say, oh, it is nice. Yeah. The person has dressed. All the breasts out. Actually, this your dress is nice. You've seen that the makeup this person has done, their face has become so boy. Please, tell the person. <laughs> the, the makeup is, I beg, it is too much. <laughs> oh, you are looking very nice. You can see that the person did not do the hair well. So not only truth about issue, but truth about the what? The person. May you be humble enough for people to tell you the truth about yourself. Please, the way you talk, I don't think it's, I, I, I don't think it's, you, you need such people. Who can tell you the truth? No, the, the, the way you carry yourself is not too well. Please try to. The way you dress sometimes is not too well. The way your anger is. Please try and work. You need people like And when you are being told the truth, receive it with humility and work on yourself. If you are too arrogant, poor and proud, you have nothing and yet no respect. But I pray that God will help us. God willing, by next week, we'll continue. But next week, we're going to talk about the blessing of loving people. And I'll continue with how to be able to grow in love. There's about five things I want to share. The five powerful keys to grow in love for people. And how you must be quick that when people offend you, be fast enough and tell them, hey, please, I beg you, can you rise to your feet? Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask for your grace. We ask for your help. Let every pain, every bitterness, every unforgiveness, every hatred, in our hearts towards anybody be dropped in the name of Jesus. Let the love of God replace every hatred, replace every bitterness in our hearts. Help us from today to walk in love toward you and all men. Give us a big heart to accommodate people's offenses. Give us the strength to easily forgive in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We know we are becoming like you. Therefore, all things are possible for us. We thank you and bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.